Jeremy, we could literally spend the next two hours talking specifically on that point. Mm -hmm. That is beautiful what you just said. Beautiful. Because, listen, when what you were saying brought me back to one of my favorite books that I love to read and recommend it to everybody all the time, especially those, everybody. I shouldn't say especially because it seems like I'm, but in this case it is because we're talking about divorce, right? Mm -hmm. Especially those who've been through divorce. The Traveler's Gift by Andy Andrews is mm -hmm. an am amazing book because it helps you go down the path of you now take responsibility for your choices, your actions. There's eight things that you have to learn. And when you can take control and you take responsibility for your decisions, then you start really getting in that healing process. Like you said, mm -hmm. your rabbi pulled you out. He brought you to the point, said, here, here's the starting point. But you are the only one, like you said, you had to work on it. You had to work on yourself. You had to work on your mind. You had to work on your anger issues. You had to work on all these other things. And you didn't date. I, that is so powerful. Because when you're, when you've just gone through this divorce, when your heart now is now leaving, because you're leaving the person that you had spent time with five years, one year, two years, 10 years, 20 years, doesn't matter. You have to give yourself time to heal. And also give yourself the ability to start. What do I really want in my life? What do I really want for me? Now it's about me. I need to figure out what I truly want, what I have passion about, what I care about. Looking mm -hmm. in the mirror, the man in the mirror, I'm going to plug this in. Got people here all the time. It is these I am statements. Mm -hmm. I am this. I am this. Every single day you say it and journal about it. Dang, you hear me. I want to rip my shirt off and jump I out am. the window. Something really important about the I am statements. And that was a big part of my recovery as well. Um, I, I had, a, I think the hardest that I had in the recovery stuff was those I am statements. Cause for a big part, you know, a big part of the time, you know, um, it was the divorce had a huge toll on me. Um, you know, first of all, emotionally, personally, mm -hmm. um, second of all, also in the community, in the, in the larger scheme of things, um, I couldn't walk across the street without being called names. Like, like there were a lot of, a lot of hardships that came along with the, you know, with the divorce and, you know, it was a very, very dirty divorce. It came with a lot, a lot of grossly exaggerated things, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, typical in a community. I, I don't, mm -hmm. I honestly believe that it, it was kind of like, you know, one story starts and then the story blows up on its, on its own kind of thing because mm -hmm. everybody's chatting and whatever. Um, but it was very difficult and it, it had a huge toll on my mental health at the time that when I would look at the mirror and say, I'm a good person, I didn't believe it. I honestly mm -hmm. didn't believe it. I thought I was that. I mean, it got to, to a point where I was called a pedophile. I mean, like, how the hell did it get there? I don't know. Wow. But when you hear it a lot and you hear other people saying it and you're like, well, what did I do that got them to think that? Or, you mm -hmm. know, like, there were a lot of like hardships and and it was, it was like the farthest of the truth. Anybody who knows me for 30 seconds will know that that's not true. But yeah. I had to work on saying, well, who am I really? You know, who is that man in the mirror? And it took an extremely long time up to the point where I first had to say, you know what, this is who I want to be first. So I am that person that is in the future. And so I'm not a liar. And so if I am this great person, maybe I don't feel it right now, but what are the things I need to do to make that statement true? 
And that's the work. That's how I knew what I needed to work on. So that's an important, an important thing to, to mention. Ah, dang it, Jeremy, that is so good. That is so freaking good. To be vulnerable and say that you could not believe when you were saying, I am this person because of everything that was being thrown at you. All the slang, all the slur, all the bull crap was being thrown on you. How could you mentally look at yourself and say, I am this person. Mm -hmm. I am this person. And that is why these statements are so powerful. Because look, guys, here was a community that he grew up with, loved, trusted, and respected. Maybe it was because he didn't follow the traditional path. Who knows? Who knows? But what mm -hmm. we do know is that there was a man who's broken down, broken down from the core outwardly. We're trying to rebuild himself and trying to figure out a better process. And those that he loved, trusted, and respected were turning their backs, literally turning their backs on him. Yep. I think it's because of your heritage and your history. I think it's because your people went through a, a horrific event, the Holocaust. Mm -hmm. And deep down in the fibers of your DNA, you knew that you may not have said it vocally. You may not have said it in your mind, but somewhere, somehow was this inspiration. I, look, I can get through this. I don't know how, but I know I can get through this. Gosh, dang it, this is so good. Man, I, I, will, I will one up you on this one because I did actually take it from there. So I said, people went through way worse than I did, you know, and who am I? You know, I, I did not go through a physical Holocaust, you know, to that mm -hmm. level. Uh, but how did those Holocaust survivors do it? And I started picking up books and I started watching movies um, about Holocaust survivors. Um, and I went to my mom and I would ask her, she, she did a huge study on Holocaust uh, stuff to understand you know the holocaust and everything and i asked her um and and that that was a huge part of my recovery is to draw inspiration from others that mm -hmm. went through way worse than what i was going through and how did they turn their life around and how did they you know there was this one guy i forget his name now but he became extremely wealthy and he came with absolutely nothing like nothing whatsoever his entire world was taken from him and look at what he became. And I read and I read his story and I, and I actually got the opportunity to actually meet him in California, which was amazing. Um, and I, the name just right now slips in my mind because it was a while ago. Mm -hmm. um, I wish I, I'm going to follow. I'm going to try my best to follow up with you with the names and stuff. But sure. his story was just mind blowing, absolutely mind blowing. And and I learned a lot from it. And that helped me, you know, despite every, like exactly what you said, like but who's that man that I want to see in the mirror and how could I get there? That was, uh, that was my question. <laughs> oh my gosh. To get started, I need to give a shout out to my biggest sponsor, Warrior Energy Drink. The reason why we partnered together is because we have the same mindset. We have the same drive. We're, we're for the people. We're about the people. Look, Warrior Energy Drink has zero sugar options and they got water as well. Low calories, great taste, very affordable, no crash, big energy fast, high in B vitamins, awesome, awesome design, culture design, 160 milligrams of caffeine. Other energy drinks have way, way too much and they're always giving it back to their community. They're paying it forward. Partner with them. Guys, click the link below. Go, go get yourself your own Warrior Energy Drink and go crush today. We could, we, we could be done, right? Guys, listen, you haven't done it yet. Stop, rewind and go back and listen to what he just said. Listen to the process that he went through to build himself a new version. 
right? If you know the particles, you hear that you know, a burned down house is rebuild the house. No, don't rebuild the house. It's already burnt. Mm-hmm. Build your new house, build your new life, build your new self. What he is telling you is the mindset that he went through. He read books on how people overcame trauma. He sought out help. He turned away the negative naysayers. And even at the time of his own community, he asked himself, who do I want to be for my future self? Dang it. That is so freaking good. All right. I'm going to blow up. Obviously it's, this is, this is too, too dang good. Too dang good. All right. Let me ask you, because I know we talked about this beforehand. I really want to dive back into it. You already made the choice to not go, to not go the traditional route on the first marriage. Now you're married again. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, please tell me that you, you wised up and said, you know what? I'm going to do, I'm going to do what everybody tells me to do and, and follow the past. Please tell me that's what you did now. Or are you going to say, that's not what I did. And you're going to explain why. So again, the answer is yes and no to that. <laughs> um, so yeah, so when it was time, when I felt, okay, now is time. Um, I built, I built myself, you know, back up again. I worked hard on myself. I felt I was more or less ready to now settle down. Um, I had a career going. I was doing well at work. Um, I was getting an education. I was almost graduating, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, now it was time to kind of settle down. And um, this was a, a few years after the divorce. Um, and I said, hey, you know, this time I'm doing it right. I'm like, if, if last time I did, it, I screwed up. This time I'm doing it right. Um, so through my therapy and through my growth, um, I worked extremely hard on understanding who I am and understanding what makes me tick. Mm-hmm. And so I started writing a list and I started writing this in my journal. I would write, okay, so I'm going to live this kind of life. This is the kind of life I'm building myself. And I did this whole like, you know, visualization, you know, manifestation kind of thing. Um, and here's the person who's going to be with me, partnering up with me in this journey. So here's all the qualities of a person who needs to be for this kind of lifestyle that I'm in the middle of building myself. Um, And this time I'm not settling for just the first woman who kind of looks at me. Um, This time I'm going to search for the woman who agrees with the kind of life I want to live. And so I wrote myself a four page description of who this person is, you know, and, and I got very detailed and I like literally basically built this persona of this ideal wife that I, that I'm looking for. Um, if all this sounds familiar to business, it is because there's a lot to learn and we'll talk about that later, but, um, but I really created this persona who I believed was going to be this ideal wife. And I figured, Hey, this, this is for matchmakers is the best thing ever. Here's the persona. This is easy. Go find this person. Have a nice day. That's what I thought. (laughs) Um, I was wrong. (laughs) So, uh, fast forward, you know, the matchmakers did not like that. Um, I was very, very, like, I knew what I wanted. I knew, you know, maybe perhaps they're not used to people working so hard on themselves and getting so clear with themselves. But at some point I got blacklisted from all matchmakers. Um, So I was not, not by my will, that, that avenue was not going to be my avenue. So that, that's, that's that part of the story. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm a, 
I'm assuming that blacklisted is bad. I know that's a Captain Obvious <laughs> reply, but why though? Why, Jeremy? Why did you not? I mean, you wrote out this list, but why did you not go with a known quant a known commodity, which is matchmakers typically will help you find what you're looking for. And the success of a good marriage is probably a lot, like you said earlier on the conversation was, it's a lot higher. Mm -hmm. So why then, why did you, why did you write down all these goals? Why did you write down this perfect spouse? Why did you, why did you want to be so clear on what you were wanting this time around? And why, mm -hmm. and how did that not match with what people were telling you to do? That's a very loaded question. Um, let me see if I could do that in a very, <laughs> in three minutes, I'll do my best to kind of explain that. So step number one, the best way to, to understand why you had a failed marriage is who were your influences before? So I looked at it and as I told you, I came from this, not like not the most functional home. Um, so I had no idea how to be a husband because I had no influences on me. So one of the things that my mentors told me was go find other couples and observe them and see what, what that functional relationship looks like. So I went around and I became friendly with people who I admired as a couple, and I would do my best to spend time with them, you know, go to meals with them, go to, um, you know, spend some time with them, become part of their family in a sense. Um, so I saw what it was like to be in a healthy relationship. And I would build these like, okay, this is what I like from that. This is what I don't like from that. This is what I could deal with. This is what I can deal with. And I would pick and choose in a sense and created my own version of that. So one of my best friend's wives, um, like one of my best friends, mm -hmm. his wife, um, she was somebody I really looked up to. She was incredible. And I would have a lot of conversations with her and asked her, you know, how do you have this incredible relationship with my best friend? And could you teach me kind of thing? Because um, I kind of like looked up to her. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that she said, she said, listen, Yermi, it is worth it. It is, it is better to be miserable and single than miserable and married. Wow, that's deep. So it's better to be miserable and single than miserable and, and married. She said, single, you're miserable, sucks, but it's only you. When you're miserable and you're married, you're stuck in this marriage and there's all this like stuff that gets involved mm -hmm. and your miserability becomes worse, you know? Um, so she said, listen, you really should not compromise. If you're going to get married, you better be happy. And it first starts by being single and happy, and then you're going to be married and happy. So she, she said that the same thing goes in both ways. Um, oh. So I worked on becoming happy first. And the second thing was, I'm not going to get married for anything less than this, this happy marriage, you know, so I created myself who I wanted to be. And part of that list was like, okay, so here's this, all these qualities of this woman uh, that I want to be. So all the matchmakers told me, by the way, she does not exist. And I said, <laughs> listen, if my brain could think of it, it exists. So, right. and I'll make it exist. So it has to happen. Um, and it wasn't like, as if I was asking for like, some, some, you know, super women or whatever, like I was, I was being reasonable, you know, mm -hmm. uh, but to tell me that it doesn't exist, I wasn't willing to accept that. Uh, one of the things that one of the matchmakers told me, he said, okay, let's assume that she does exist. 
but what 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 makes you believe that she will be attracted to you if this is this ideal woman that you're looking for who says she's even attracted to you i said that i accept and that gets me to go back to the drawing board mm. look myself in the mirror again and say okay if this is what i want who who does this girl or this woman want to be attracted to i have to become that person so that i accepted and i again i got to work so oh oh my i have to make this point because what you're saying is so amazing and it's so incredibly amazing and, uh, we set goals for ourselves all the time business mm -hmm. goals personal goals we have lifetime goals we've got i mean come on We've got gym goals, eating goals, the goals, 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 goals. What you have just laid out is you laid out partnership goals. You have laid out, this is what I would love in a partnership. This is what I feel like would be a, an, an acceptable or a blossoming or a healthy partnership. You laid out goals. So when the matchmaker came back and said, well, what makes, what makes you think they would be attracted to you? Then you had to reset and go, okay. If this is the goal that I want for a partnership, if this is the goal I want for my marriage, I need to have what would be attractive to that marriage. What is my part to yep. do in that marriage to be a healthy marriage? And then you you laid it all out, casted it out there, right? You know, you know, Christian beliefs, God beliefs, what God, you cast it to God, mm -hmm. pray to God, you can cast it to the universe, whatever you want, and say, This mm -hmm. is what I want. This is what I want. Eight years, ladies and gentlemen, it took eight years for Yermi to go through this transformational process to become, to rip out the old Yermi, to rip out the years of trauma, the dysfunction in the family, didn't have the right, didn't have the right mindset, didn't have the right, um, you know, mentors, did not have the right uh, vision, did not have the right, you know, role models that were around him. He ripped all of that out, took him eight years to rip it all out, build him a new Yermi. So then when the, when the universe or God said, you are now ready. You are now deserving. You are now in a place where if I give you this, you will not cast it to the swines. That's another reference. No pearl, don't cast pearls before swines, right? He's saying you are now in a place to be abundantly happy. You now are now going to be abundantly happy. That is some of the best stuff that we have heard right now. I mean, good golly, Miss Molly. We, we, we're running out of time. I have a bazillion questions. That is fantastic. Please tell me, here I'm asking this question. Please tell me there's some kind of a, I know I would read a book. If you wrote a book about your, what you went through, your divorce or the whole process. If you wrote, if you wrote the book, I would buy it today. You can put me on a list. You can put me on a waiting list. Please tell me you're writing a book. If you have not, I'm going to shake you through the, through this, please tell me, have Absolutely. you thought about it? So the book has been written. It's called For the Love of Success. Um, yeah, and um, it is the whole story of, it really starts from, I, I didn't figure that it's important to explain the divorce. That was irrelevant, mm -hmm. um, mainly because of why I ended up deciding writing the book. Uh, but the book was written. Um, we are actually just got picked up by a publisher so we are taking um, we are taking sort of like a waiting list. So um, if you email me, I'll share the email. Um, we are taking a waiting list. Uh, we do have we already do have quite a bit of pre-sales already because people heard the story a gazillion times and 
the reason is, is that I wrote the book not to share, not to share my horror story. So that's not even written in the book. Um, I do not reference, I do not reference, you know, all the hardships that I had to go through in terms of the divorce, because again, that's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found, I found it important to share my story of how I got that impossible dream in a sense, you know, so the under the subtitle of the article of the, of the book is, so it's called um, for the love of success. Um, but the underlying is achieving my impossible dream. So everybody told me that this woman does not exist. And I went out and I achieved her and she's currently my wife and we live an amazing relationship. You know, everything's great. Thank God. Um, but I share this with you only because how many times were you told it's impossible? How many times in any part of your life, regardless, Mm -hmm. I don't care what it is. And so the book is written in such a way that I give you a little bit of my story and what I've done. Uh, but I draw parallels, um, to what I'm currently doing, building my business. So, I have another dream. Okay. So my first dream was finding the right wife for me. Great. But I have a second dream to live an abundant life. And I do have, you know, ambitions to reach certain places. Mm-hmm. And you're right. I was told they were impossible before. Uh, but thank God I've accomplished everything I so far I set out to accomplish. Um, and I'm in the process of accomplishing my next goals. I ne- I don't ever stop. And this is the process of how I do it. So in a sense, it's the story parts of it. Um, but the most important of it is the parallels that I drive from these lessons that I learned into what I'm currently doing. And I don't think that my way is the best way. I believe everybody has their unique way, but I do challenge you to take lessons from what I've done, what I'm doing, and what is it that you could do in your life? So make your own make your own destiny, make your own life, make your own dream come true. And don't let anybody ever tell you that it's impossible. So that's in a sense what the book is all about. <laughs> oh my gosh. We don't want it to end. I can't, I, I, I have to respect your time. <laughs> Guys, are you, he won't say it, but I'll say it. He is being, he was taught his whole life to be a light to be a light to people who might be need to be pulled out of the gutter, to pull out of the misery, get out of that mental space that they're in. He went through hard times, just like his forefathers did. Not because he chose it, not because, yes, he had a part in it. Let, let's be honest, he has a part in it. He'll recognize it and say yes. But at the same time, he went through that. So now he could be a voice for millions of people. Millions of people that he'll put in a book. He'll be able to, you guys can read this. That is absolutely fantastic. Fantastic. Guys, I will put the, his email will be down. You can see it down here. Um, we'll get the description so you guys can email him and get on that waiting list. I will be on that waiting list. That is fantastic. <laughs> I, why? Why does it have, why do these always have to end at pinnacle parts of our interview? But we have to respect your time. Yermi, I am, I, I cannot tell you how absolutely amazed I am by this conversation we had, which started out as, a, as a, a, a casual conversation, and here we are, ready to rock and roll. All right, so please tell us, I, 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 
I don't even want to ask this question because I know it's like the, the ending of a movie. This is just horrible, <laughs> but I got to ask anyway. So mm-hmm. please bring us into your space. You know, what did you do? Tell us about your, your consulting firm. Tell, I mean, you're mm-hmm. a podcast host, you're a producer. Please tell us what you do, why you do what you do, how we can get in touch with you, how listeners all over the world can get in touch with you and, and um, you know, just keep, keep being inspired by you. Sure. So number one is um, if, if you heard the whole story, pretty much um, one thing that I got out of my own story was that just because I went through a hardship, I don't believe anybody else has to go through. And if you are going through that hardship, well, you do need a partner. You do need somebody to help you through that hardship. Um, I believe that unfortunately there are not enough people who talk about the hardship of business, you know, and I've seen this all through my life, you know, all my relatives, all the hardships that they went through and they would keep it hush hush. It was, it was very like, it, it's not, it's not, you know, it's not good to, to kind of like, you know, your confidence levels or whatever, an entrepreneur knows everything in a sense, you know, or fake mm-hmm. it till you make it or whatever. Um, so I partner up with business professionals, um, in every essence. So I'm not a coach. I'm not a consultant. I'm not any of that stuff. Uh, even though there are elements of that, that I bring to the table, but it's more that partner. I'll be there through your hard times. I will be that person who's going to sit next to you on that couch when you're crying, when it's hard, you know, Mm -hmm. when you're calling out to God power, whatever, um, you know, why is this happening to you? I will be there for you. So we've developed tools, workshops, seminars, all these kind of things uh, to help that business professional get through those hard five to six years of starting up a business. This is the truth. This is what it is. Um, we've developed systems and operating systems and all kinds. We have a whole six-step process of how we help an entrepreneur. Um, and they have the choice to choose as much or as little. All those six steps are customizable. Um, that's Yermi Kirkus Consulting. We have a few partners that we work up, we work with. Um, we have a lot of coaches that we partner up with and those coaches are the best for that specific need that you may have. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a large network like that. So Yermi Kirkus Consulting. So that's who I am. <laughs> Tell us about the podcast. I know you have a podcast. Mm-hmm. Bring us into that. Irresistible. Yeah. So exceptionally irresistible. Um, so we, we believe that like the best life to live is to live an exceptional life um, to be also irresistible so that we attract the people to us. That's how I met my wife. I chose to live an exceptional life. So she wanted to be part of that. Um, and I was in a sense, irresistible. So she um, got attracted to that. And so that's a big part of how you get through the hardship is that, you know, that you are exceptionally irresistible or you build yourself to become more exceptionally irresistible Um, the podcast basically talks all about that. It's a free resource to you, how to become more exceptionally irresistible. We are coming to the close of season one, which is the foundation of understanding first meaning and purpose. But the next season will talk all about how to become that more taking that meaning and purpose and, you know, actually applying it to your practical daily personal and professional life. Love it. Love it. And the movie you're producing um, so yeah, so for now that's on hold, but ideally we want to create movies that are, um, that are morally inspired in a sense. They, um, they have like, like you're going to spend two hours watching a movie and you're actually going to leave it a grown person. So, 
unfortunately, we just don't see that in the inter- in the entertainment industry right now. Um, I feel that after two hours of watching a movie, nothing has changed in my life. Um, but I want to create more content that will actually transform us as individuals. Um, so I did produce a short film uh, that sort of like was a tester for that market. Um, did pretty well, even though we didn't release it yet, which we have to work some through some legalities for that. But um, but the ambition, the dream is to one day form a team around that production situation. And that's music, movies, games, and all that kind of entertainment stuff, um, morally inspired in a sense. Uh, man, what an amazing, an amazing interview. Like, guys, seriously, play this back multiple times, cut it up. Put, if you have not written four pages of notes, check your pulse. <laughs> Literally check your polls because, man, this is so good. There are principles upon principles upon principles, life lessons, relationship lessons, individual lessons, business lessons. Guys, this has been a fantastic, fantastic interview. I am so jacked for you guys all to listen to this when this does come out. Before I let you go, I ask all my people this, so it's up to you. Um, you know, five, give me five books that you would recommend someone to read, whether the personal development, mindset, spiritual, emotional, whatever it may be, be, give me five books and we'll put the links here so everybody can see it. Five books you'd recommend people to read. Alrighty. So I'm going to be biased. Two of them are my own <laughs> because I'll, it is, it is accumulation of like everything that I, that I learned or became. So I am, I am biased to For the Love of Success, which is coming out very, very soon. Um, one Up is a follow-up, like another, like, so the, the, the only reason why I was successful in doing that stuff is because I learned the One Up system, um, mm-hmm. which is something that I've developed through my education and knowledge. So One Up is coming, I believe, in 2023, so next year. Uh, so those are two books that I will throw in there. Uh, but for real... Um, I believe uh, The Power of Now, Eckhart Tolle. That is a huge book. Read it. Read all of Eckhart Tolle's stuff, but particularly The Power of Now, Live in the Moment. Um, the Man's Search for Meaning, that's Viktor Frankl. Mm-hmm. Uh, talks a lot about the Holocaust there and how and how that applies. Um, so Viktor Frankl, A Man's Search for Meaning. And Change Your Thoughts and Change Your Life by Dr. Wayne Dyer. Um, that's a huge part as well. Um, a lot of one up is inspired by that book as well. So change your thoughts, change your life. Uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer. Those are the five books or anything also biography. I would say biographies are also good. So, oh my gosh, this is so good. This has been an amazing, I'm, you know, I don't ever say this a lot. I mean, I'm not really lost for words, but the, the power that comes from this interview and the emotion that the roller coaster we've been in this interview has been fantastic. Guys, please, please, please listen to this. If you watch it too, because you can see the emotion come through Jeremy as he talks about this experience that he's going through, this evolution of old Jeremy to new Jeremy. It has been fantastic, unbelievable. Please share. I mean, thank you guys so much for sharing and liking and 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 commenting about this our podcast it's growing very very fast it's growing very big very it's growing and we're in multiple countries now which is fantastic and it's all because of you guys finding the power finding and understanding the people that we bring on and why we're bringing them on it really is the really is the arch study of them 
And that's why we bring this on. It's the uncovering of why they went from where they were to where they are now and how they're becoming very productive. Thank you so much, Yuri. I appreciate you, man. I love you like a brother from another mother. I appreciate this. This has been an exceptional and another fantastic interview on the Arch Stuff. You guys have a great day. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks.